I go now to Michelle Feucht, and she is a healer and an angel conversationist. Michelle, hi. What on earth is an angel conversationist? Somebody who just chats with angels? <laughs> yes, I think it is. You know, I do experience the angels by hearing the guidance and by being able to receive messages and being able to pass those messages on and also then um, allowing and teaching others to do the same. Now, um, how does that help people? You know, there's been so many instances specifically. You now find that in most cases, people just need a sounding board. You know, perhaps when they're at a crossroads or they have to make decisions or they're going through a very trying time, and sometimes deep inside they they know what the right thing is to do, but it's almost like as if you fear it, as if, you know, is it the right thing? Will it be a mistake? What will happen after I've made the decision? And I found that most of the times just the messages of encouragement and hope and, and finding your strength and having the confidence in yourself to move forward is actually mostly what comes out of these sessions. Mm, mm. And so very often it's really a sounding board and people would leave and say, oh, but I knew that, you know, or mm. oh, I thought it was that. And so I think it does bring, it does bring kind of peace and it brings more like an inner harmony about what is the next step for you to take. Mm. So definitely people take away hope and they, and they take away a little bit of trust in knowing that they're not really alone. Mm, mm. Um, somebody was telling me that there was a cooking show and somebody constantly was talking to the angels. And I can understand it works to people who believe in that. For, for people who don't believe in that, um, it, it can seem a little bit alien. It can. And I think so is anything in the unseen realm almost. Mm. Um, you know, because people want to see the evidence. They want to <laughs> see that it's really there. And it really does depend, yes, if a person is open to it. Mm. And what I find is that as soon as there is evidence or people receive confirmation or they experience a miracle of some sort or synchronicity or a solution, then they would go, oh, so there is something out there, you mm. know. But it does depend on the person to be open, yes. Now, I don't understand the difference between an angel and an archangel. Um, uh, people talk about Angel Michael as if it's some, somebody that everyone knows. <laughs> archangel Michael is the the most known archangel, um, and very often people on the journey to getting to know the archangels, Archangel Michael will be sort of the first one <laughs> that people get to know. And the archangels work in the sphere mainly of healing and work in specific areas of healing. Um, the angels, are there are millions of angels all around us. So it's really just, Call it a, a form of hierarchy, if you will, that there's angels all around us. We've got guardian angels. And then the archangels mainly work in the field of healing and assisting us with our purpose in life or overseeing our journey. 
So, I mean, you talk about a hierarchy. Do people feel more blessed, if you like, if if an archangel comes through rather than a chavona angel? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think for some people, you know, just just the feeling or the presence of knowing that, especially when I feel unsafe, mm-hmm. that there are angels, there are divine beings that is watching over me mm-hmm. and kind of brings that that feeling of safety and security. Mm. Once you get to know the archangels specifically in terms of the various names and the areas of healing, you have the choice to, to, you know, I always say it's like if you meet someone new for the first time and you'd like to build a friendship, then you communicate with them and you spend time with them, you know, and it works exactly the same. In the angel realm, the more mm. that you mm. have the conversations um, mm. and experience the presence, the more they become known to you, and they become your friends. You know, with with a lot of respect. Said. Now, um, you're going to be telling us about an angel summit coming up um, on the uh, 21st of October, and the summit is something that you actually started i understand in 2017 is that correct that is correct yes um i wanted to start a platform a bigger platform where um where we can introduce start to introduce people to the realm of the angels and what support is there for our souls at this time you know because um, we need support, we need, we live in a world where it seems like, you know, there's so much fear around us and there's so much uncertainty and I wanted a bigger platform to introduce people to a world where their soul is supported and what are the many ways that that can happen and, you know, sharing the information because very often it's limited to your clients or it's limited to people that come and see you or at the holistic fairs and I I wanted to present it as a summit, as a platform where we explore and discuss um these various topics. In this in this um this summit, are you are you uh, preaching to the converted or if or people are, are are not sure about this, is that a place for them? Definitely so. I think specifically um, we do attract more, as you said, those who are already converted, those mm. that that know the realm and that want to explore more of the topics that are presented, that feel comfortable and are open. Mm. But they do bring guests along, or we do do have guests that are just curious. Mm. They mm. just come and listen um, and just want to know a little bit. And there we find that the the speakers and the topics that we present often also draws different individuals every year. Now, what I don't know is, um, I, I, I'm going to ask you about a, a clairvoyant who's attending your summit. What is the difference between somebody who's a clairvoyant and somebody who connects with angels? It is basically the clairvoyance is a gift. It's a spiritual gift where your psychic sight is developed where you are able to see or perceive images um, and and departed loved ones or perhaps maybe pick up and be able to see the energies or the colors of 
of auras, so you, it, it is as if you, your psychic sight is developed. So, um, so you can get many different kinds of clairvoyance. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Everyone, okay. Yes, everyone. I am able to 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 see, hear, and feel, and mm. so it is called clairvoyance, clairaudience, or clairsentience. And so, everyone acknowledges and works with their gift in their own unique way. Mm. Mm. There is a program on where this youngster um, talks to stars. Um, and a lot of what he does is around communicating with people who've died. For many people, when somebody died, there's a huge sense of questions unanswered. Um, of course, a lot of people want to know, you know, what happens. Um, uh, and and some people have uh, not been able to move on, if you like. Is that quite a big theme in your summit, trying to connect, understand uh, after life uh, communicating with the dead? Yes, people do have a lot of questions around that. And for a lot of people, especially when there is a feeling left of unforgiveness or still wanting to make amends or maybe just to have peace of mind that my loved one, you know, everything is fine and, and they're at peace. And that is where messages specifically from the other side can bring a lot of comfort and can bring a lot of closure. So um, we do allow for that at the summit. Um, we have in the program specific slots where there will be messages. Um, although there are also um, specific speaking slots where we discuss the topics. So the actual messages is not the, the only activity that happens at the summit, but it's generally, especially with one of the talks this year, um, with um, what happens to me when I die, one of the speakers will be able to shed a lot of light um, specifically on that topic, having had years of studying on the topic and working with a lot of clients on that specific issue. You're, you're welcome to share the name because people, it might mean something to people. Yes, it's Lawrence Kutzer. And um, Lawrence has been working in the field for many, many years and he's got quite a large clientele um, who consult with him. And so he will be actually addressing that topic. Mm. Now, um, somebody like uh, Natalia Baker is qu is quite a well-known name in in um, Cape Town. Um, yes. Tell us what she's going to be doing at the summit. Natalia, amazing. She's going to share with us specifically our theme for this year's summit is an infallible support system. It is what is the support system available to your soul during the times we live in. Um, and Natalia has had um, an amazing journey and knowledge on specifically working with the Ascended Masters that she will share with us on that and also specifically reveal some insights as to what the future holds specifically for the African continent and how we can play a role in that specific connection to contribute towards our healing and spiritual growth. Um, so it's wonderful. It's the second year that Natalia is with us at the summit, um, and it's always wonderful to have 
to have her wisdom and her love with us there. Mm, mm. Um, you're a healer yourself, and uh, for many people who try and look at our alternative healing, um, we realize that we have a power uh, that often we we don't appreciate and uh, that is is something we're in charge of um it's so easy to say you need to get into balance we often know we're out of balance so we don't always know what to do to get back into balance i understand there's there's somebody who's going to be addressing that issue yes i think specifically you know if one thinks of exactly as you said the times that we that we hit that little bit of a wobble, <laughs> you know, we feel weak. And Claire Crichton, she will be specifically talking about soul retrieval and soul loss. And so what happens when you do feel out of sorts and, and when there is perhaps disease and how does it manifest and what do you need to do to, to just feel whole again, to just come back into you um, because, they, you know, as much as what we receive the spiritual insight and we work with healing principles and we're really just the facilitators, um, the person themselves must take the responsibility. And as much as we, we, we facilitate the spiritual guidance, there are, it, it can also be linked to practical day-to-day stuff mm. that one can do to effect the change. And... For me, that's always been very important in my in my healing career is to link it to practical tools, <laughs> practical mm, day-to-day mm. stuff that I can actually do mm. that will then cement those spiritual principles into my own life. So how does this work? Um, uh, are, are, are there people who, uh, who are um, speaking during the day? Are there different sessions? Um, uh, and how does how, how does the format of the day work? Yes, each speaker, so we, we do have Lauren Skutzer, Natalia Baker, Claire Crichton, and myself. So each speaker will have the stage for an hour and specifically talk about the topic, as we've mentioned earlier. And then in between, there will be messages to the audience. So we'll have a speaker up, then there'll be a period of messages, then we'll have a break, and there'll be a beautiful lunch on the pool deck. So the program is very varied. And where where is it taking place? It will be held at the Peninsula All Suite Hotel in Seapoint. Um, so we'll be there for the whole day, um, and you know it's a beautiful package. We'll spoil the people. We've got goodie bags and and gifts. Um, so it is a full day. And uh, what's the cost involved? The cost is nine hundred and fifty rand for the day, um, and it does include um, the entire package, all the speakers, um, the refreshments, the lunch. Um, we've also got beautiful Angel Summit notepads <laughs> and lots of little um, prizes and gifts. And spe- um, specifically the speakers, you know, mm. they give away vouchers and healing sessions and books and CDs. Mm. And angel cards, I would think. Tell, tell, tell the listeners what angel cards are. Angel cards are a way that can really assist you, especially in the beginning, to get to know how to work with your intuition and to get a feel of 
how guidance looks like. Um, and very often people use it to just facilitate their own journey. Perhaps maybe I feel like drawing a card every morning and work with the guidance of that specific card. Perhaps maybe I'm going through a trying time or I need an answer and I can draw a card to just give me further insight. So the angel cards are a lovely tool to, to work with when you want to build this friendship and build this communication um, with your spirit helpers. It really does help. There will be um, angel decks there, yes. I have um, written and published my own deck as well, so that will also be for sale on the day. So, for example, what kinds of things will angel cards have on them? You mean the, the specific... Is it a word like, like compassion or wisdom or? Oh yes, yes, specifically. You know, it some, yeah, it, it can be words. For example, um, one card could be called integrity, and it speaks to you about integrity. Another word can be trust or rest. Or the words are very significant of what to do or what to look out for. Perhaps maybe you draw a meditation card. Or perhaps maybe something like choices or um, divine guidance. And it, it really gives you some insight as to how to go about a specific topic. Some cards have got um, beautiful images that can can just create a picture in your mind, um, you know, of perhaps maybe a card of Archangel Michael or of Archangel Raphael. And you, and you kind of get a feel through the images and that really helps to, to form a connection. So a lot of people use cards um, to start their journey. And you say you communicate with angels. Do they, do you wake up and you're getting uh, bombarded with angel messages or is it a conscious and mindful process? For me, definitely, it is a conscious and mindful process, um, especially if I am preparing for a retreat or I am preparing to see a client. For me, it's a process of becoming still and receiving what I need to receive. Very often at a retreat or especially when I do group work, then I will receive the messages quite quicker as they come through, depending on what is happening around me and what is happening in the room. It is, for me, a mindful preparation process. Mm. So while you're talking to me now, do you, do you get any inspiration or, or, or feelings about uh, communicating with the people of Cape Town? <laughs> well, I think specifically as I was preparing earlier for the summit, the, the trend or the, the vibration of the messages coming through more and more for us at this time and that will be delivered at the summit is to move into the energy of coming together. We seem to be so isolated and we seem to be wanting to sort things out ourselves and we move into isolation. There's not a lot of trust. And so there's a strong message and feeling of people need to collaborate, people need to come together, people need to form communities and stand together. Because if we stand together and you're surrounded by a community, if you know that there's 
a community of people that can stand together, it strengthens the energy. And people have moved a lot into isolation and distrust, and people are scared. And so there's a strong feeling and calling on people during these times to come together. Now, angels are written in the Bible. Um, are conversations with angels something that is um, part of a, of, a, of a Christian way of life, or is that seen as a little bit too alternative? I think it's different different for different people depending on their religion. Angels have been cited in the Bible. Some people see it as only part of the Christian religion. Other people see it as ex- separate from the Christian re- religion. So for me, it is something that is connecting you specifically, irrespective of your religion, to a realm of spiritual helpers, to divine guidance. And I do believe that it is different for everybody. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So I, I'm just wondering about people being closed off, um, uh, you know, and... Yes, um, yes. Yes, it is true. I mean, you know, for some people that's really strictly, you know, in a specific religion will perhaps may maybe not believe or, you know, form a specific judgment um, on it. And some people are really just more open-minded and not linked to any specific religion at all um, and then also find their communication. So people... You know, there is a lot to say about, you know, judgment and is it wrong and is it right? And then and then we, we tend to isolate ourselves from what is possible and, you know, what we really can receive. And I think the more open we are, the less limitations there will be on our lives. Mm. So who should go to the, the summit? People that are curious people that would like to experience the feeling and the connection and the love that comes from a gathering like this, people who perhaps have got specific questions on real life issues, perhaps maybe people who feel that they're, you know, that they are in doubt or they don't know which way to turn, um, will be it will be amazing for them specifically this year at the summit. And then also people who are wanting to grow spiritually, who have been on this path for a while, um, who maybe just want to receive a little bit more and be empowered on, on different topics. Um, those are the people. So it's very varied. Um, you'll find that unity forms. Yeah. You know? Um, and specifically also people who is in this realm or of this thinking and are open-minded, but they also find themselves isolated, perhaps maybe from their friends and family who do not believe. So we also have a lot of people who feel who feel isolated from, from perhaps maybe their family because are they now the odd one out or... That's also for people who's looking for kindred spirit, who's, who's looking for people with like-mindedness. Do you think that when you get a, a message, say, from somebody who's died, and it's something that you could never have told anybody, that that's the thing that converts many people? Yes. 
um, you know, very often, you know, especially from clients or in groups quite often, it does it does depend a lot on the person who is wanting to receive. Um, because the more the person really opens up their heart and wants to receive and wants to know more, receives a lot of more information than someone who just blocks it. Yeah, yeah. 